0: Welcome to the Technical Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 24. In this episode, we discuss the frustration of misdefining the word done. In episode 23, we spoke about a peer of mine who complained about done being in production, i.e. the software has to be in production, but usually the engineers define it as being in the pipeline to production. And most of that is because the hard work for them is getting the code written and building and so on. But the deployment to production is essentially a process that they have very little control over or they'd like to just ignore because it just runs automatically. And that's one of the big misses, right? Because it's still responsibility of the engineers to get the work into production. But because the process is typically quite automated, they just tend to forget about it. And as a leader, it's really important to identify those gaps between what your stakeholders think are done and what your team thinks it's done one way to remember that is whenever there is a cross-cultural experience or you're working across different teams or different roles like for example marketing versus engineering that's a good indicator that you might have to spend extra time focusing on the expectations and what other people think done means in that context my high level of definition of done is you don't have to think about the work and you can measure its success. The measurement part is perhaps not always that important, but you really wanna measure the impact of your work so that you can fully understand if the work was worth your effort and use that information the next time you decide to take on some work. Um, Because as a business, really what you wanna do is improve your return on investment or ROI. Unless you can measure the impact of your work, you won't be able to figure out what that return on investment is. So here's a couple things that you can do. Number one, plan ahead. Define done for yourself and then use that definition to replay it to your stakeholders. You want to avoid the mistake where your definition of done is different to that of your customers and stakeholders. So having that definition solidified in your mind will help you get on the same page as your stakeholders. Number two, find a way to measure done. And then communicate how you're going to measure that to your team so that you can use that measurement to align your expectations to the team's expectations. Because if you're measuring the same way, then most likely the work output is going to be what you expect. And number three, have your team replay your instructions back to you. And this is something that I found quite challenging at first is because I find I'm asking a question over and over that I already know the answer to. And usually I feel silly. I feel like I come across as someone that doesn't understand the work because why would I be asking clarifying questions that I already know the answer to? But that actually has proven to be an invaluable tool in my arsenal. Many times I ask what seems like a silly question only to find that the person I'm speaking to doesn't actually know the answer. And then I can correct them, I can help them out, ask them again. And usually just by taking a couple minutes to do that can save hours if not days of work. The advantage of this three-step approach is that you can align on what the definition of done is, both in terms of the communication of the definition, but then also on the measurement of it. And then it also helps you decouple yourself from the team because if you have confidence that the team knows what the the goal line is, you can focus your attention on other things and periodically check in to see how things are going, but you can have a high degree of confidence that when your team says it's done, it's actually done. And then finally, When you identify gaps between your definition and the definition between your stakeholders or perhaps your team, explicitly ask about the gap the next time you assign this kind of work. So in the example that I mentioned above, the gap was essentially the time between the code was written and the code was in production. So this is now something that I push on a lot is will this be in production? Ask questions to make sure that the team understands what the yardstick is, because there might be a cultural aspect here that needs to be overcome. And the only real way to do that is through repetition. Then ask about how you can track the work through that gap between what others think the definition is and what the definition actually is. Building in controls to track that is going to, A, prevent some mistakes, but B, also make sure that your stakeholders feel like you're listening to them and giving them tools to track this work themselves since probably they are more interested (laughs) in getting things done than you might be, especially if you have a lot on your plate also proactively identify other work that might be blocking that definition of done. In the software industry it might be things like dependencies I find this happens all the time where my team says they are done except we have this one thing waiting on some other team. That's not done Coming back to my earlier definition, I still have to think about the task. There's still some work left to do. Yes, it might not be active technical work, but there is some work for us to track the progress of some other team and ensure that they understand the severity or the priority of the issue. There's also things like certification, depending on the industry you're in, maybe you need external approvals before you can deploy things or move forward on things. All of that is part of the work. Again, if you think of the definition of done as you don't have to think about this again, then it'll help you identify some of those non-technical gaps you might need to cover. So today, think through your frustrations and identify which ones surface towards the end of a task or a project. Understand the gap between what you expect and what you actually got, and then communicate that difference to your team or whoever you're working with. Write it down to help you remember this difference for the next time, and then make sure you just belabor the point every time you assign that kind of work. Belaboring that point will help you overcome cultural differences and will also make sure that you avoid surprises at the end when you or your stakeholders expect something to be done. But that's not. And that's it for this episode. What did you think? Let us know on Twitter by using the technical leadership hashtag or tweeting a message to tech lead our Ship. <laughs> if you're enjoying this podcast, please let others know by leaving a review. Our mission is to build a community of leaders that inspire others to excellence. If you want to be a part of this, join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash technical leadership. This means that you will help fund the podcast and also gain access to our Slack channel where you can ask questions and help other aspiring leaders along their way. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye.